This call is now being recorded. Hey now. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> so uh what's the uh what's the weather like uh where you're at? Well, it's uh it's kind of breezy. There there are kind of like sudden gusts that are a bit larger, but not not by that much. And you know, it's the regular event is you know, flip flop wind that kind Bob, of flips, flips and flops. Bob Dylan fart. Yes. <laughs> That's powerful. It, it it starts with a boom. It comes from Malibu, and uh, everybody who farts in Malibu and Bob Dylan mostly farts. Yeah. And, it, then, yeah. and it all blows here to Venice. That's crazy. It, it's nuts, man. So, Thanks. You know, <laughs> you know what this is? What's this? This is the V to V podcast episode number forty-four. Holy cow! I know. I can't believe it. We're a day late, but you have to uh, forgive us because we had another uh, interview yesterday that Marcus did that was super cool. Oh, yeah. That's actually uh, quite popular. Uh, yeah. In in relation to some of the other stuff we've done. Yeah. it's uh, uh, People are thoroughly enjoying it. And they all, they're also enjoying the uh, artwork by our, our new friend, Rowdy. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. That's his name. I know. It's crazy. Who names their kid Rowdy? Well, maybe he was a bit rowdy. In the womb? Yeah. Yeah, right. They're like, this but, kid but is decide, it's like a punching bag decide, in there. Do you decide in the womb the name of your kid? I mean, did like, I, yes, we did. Yes. Actually, yes. You, uh, oh, I wow. Uh, before. Wow. Well, yeah, before. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it was going to be uh, Max, who was a boy. That yeah. Was decided by, that was decided by the brother. Yeah. He, he was a big fan of the Goofy movie. Okay. And okay. when he discovered that he was going to become a big brother, he said, okay, if it's a boy's Max, because that's right, Goofy's right, right, right. son's name. Yeah, good name and though. I said, like the name. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, if it's a girl, her name will be Snowflake. Oh, because it's so pretty. So we decided to give her that as a middle name. Nice. Yeah, it's a good compromise, I think. And no one wants to be, especially now, like. Because it's, yeah. it's developed like negative connotations. Yeah. Walking around with the name Snowflake. The name Snowflake. Yeah. I I really am a Snowflake though. That's my name. I mean that that's yeah. a great comeback. Like you can't even wait, where are you going to go from there? Oh, you're just a Snowflake. Yeah, and it's my name. Pretty there cool. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There my you go. Yeah. I was thinking about, so, like, the storming storming Area 51. Well, you know who's not going to be at Storming Area 51? Who's that? Snowflakes. Snowflakes. They couldn't They couldn't handle it. No, it's going to be some shit, man. People are going to die. Right. So, so there's this big group of people yep. on June, or excuse me, on September 20th from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. on that morning. 
Yeah. They're going to storm Area 51 because they can't stop us all. Yeah. You know what I think, though? I think they can stop them all. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I, I think, uh, I think, I think it should still happen, though, and we're gonna, uh, we're gonna definitely take part in it. I think if, if, like, everyone went there who was actually saying they're gonna go there, who's not yeah. joking about it, Right. If everyone actually went there, the amount of people in that group went there who weren't Russian bots and other things, and like right. CIA agents and you know God knows what else, contractors and things. If, yeah. if they if they all showed up there and they all stormed <laughs> like like Braveheart, like down the mount up the mountain, there'd be like cars all over the place, like running people over, like to stop them, you know, and, and shooting and, and helicopters. And it'd be, it'd be epic, epic. It'd be Tank. so cool, <laughs> right? He's the most awesome thing you've ever seen. It'd be like Tiananmen Square, nothing compared to that. Exactly. Yeah, or or the breaking down of the uh, Berlin Wall, nothing compared to that. Right. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, definitely. I want to encourage you. There's because one person already selling T-shirts. They're already selling T-shirts. Um, wow! And and the proceeds are going to to uh, buy uh, pizza and beer, which I think is appropriate because before you, you can't, buy, you, can't, you want to shit. You want to shit. Right. You want to shit pizza and beer. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think the truth is out there, and, and all of, all of these. Crazy people, which I'm including you and I in, are going to, to yeah. find out the truth. Maybe uh, we could even get uh, Bob Lazar to show up. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? He could come and die with us. Right. It's we for a good cause, it, though. We could, we could oh, film definitely. it. Oh, definitely. We should film it. But we, yeah. We're going to be out on the outskirts of Area 51 filming yeah. early morning of September 20th. At 3 yeah. a.m. and and no one's yeah. going to show up. <laughs> I know, right? It's just going to be this desolate landscape with a few lights in the distance. There'll be like five people who walk like halfway up the first part of the hill, and then before they get to the sign and barbed wire, and then they run away. Right. It'll be it'll be as epic as uh, Geraldo opening up the uh, the uh, underground safe where there's nothing there. Oh, I remember that. That was great. Jimmy, who was, who was that? Uh, I forget who. Al Capone safe. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was epic. Live television. They're all anticlimactic motherfucker Geraldo. Yes. That was supposed to be the end of his career. Really? Yeah, yeah. How did he make so, a comeback? Uh, it was so embarrassing. He just laid low for a while and and then started his own, his own talk show. Yeah. Where he got his nose broken by white supremacists. <laughs> Whoa. It's great. It's so great. Yes, the classic days of television. Geraldo. Geraldo. I always, I always get him, I always get him confused with Geraldo Rivera. I don't that know is Geraldo the, Rivera. Oh, it is? Geraldo? No, they're, those are two different people. Right. The the Rico Suave guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the Rico 
the Rico yeah. Suave guy is not the talk show host. Okay. And and one one of the names is pronounced with an H as in Geraldo, and the other one is pronounced with a G as in Geraldo. Yeah. When, <laughs> There's when also on, when he was on, I was watching like Nick at Night though and, and stuff like that. So I miss Nick I miss Geraldo. Yeah, you, you, but you didn't miss the toe sucking. The toe sucking wasn't uh, wasn't um, wasn't uh, Dan Schneider into toe sucking back then. Uh, what what was that? The Nickelodeon guy, you know who who was really oh, into yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was really into the into the into the feet of the uh, of the young ladies. Yeah, Nick at Night wasn't that. Nick at Night was old. Okay. Like, okay. Right. And, and uh, you know, uh, Gilligan's Island and sure. all those good old Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was, like the, it was some more, uh, it was some more uh, classic TV shows, uh, Nick at Night. I think uh, Schneider was still uh, in head of the class at that point. Right. So Right, with, uh, with Howard Hessman. He was of age to actually fuck the type. Right, it would be appropriate if he, uh, yeah. if he wanted to get with the... Uh, well, I mean, the, the women in question were, were babies at that point, I think, so that would be wrong as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, yeah, Nick and Knight, Gilligan's Island. Uh, who's your wait, Who's your favorite? Uh, Marianne, uh, Ginger, or, or Mrs. Howell? Oh, I don't like any of those. I like the professor, and I'm really interested yeah. in the twisty relationship between Gilligan and uh, the skipper, because yeah. they both live together. Like they could easily have their own separate huts, but they sleep together in uh, hammocks in this one right. hut. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of space on that island. You know, they don't have right. to like live right. that close. Hashtag right. college. It's a bit, it's a bit risque, isn't it? It is very tall. A little bit. Now, yeah. the, the two, uh, the two young women didn't live together, I don't think. No. I don't even know, did they even show their living quarters? No. <laughs> they never even showed them. No, they didn't live <laughs> anywhere. They just, they just slept, they didn't sleep. They were just awake all the time. Right, but but the skipper, but the skipper and Gilligan would go off to their house <laughs> a little bit by themselves. Right, <laughs> and then Gilligan, then Gilligan hey, would talk to the little skipper buddy. all night and not let him sleep. Little buddy, yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> Gilligan. <laughs> it's so silly. It's a bit I, silly. I think the the professor was not a very good professor. I think I don't. No. I think he could have done a lot better. I really like Get Smart because it was the first time I had seen Inspector Gadget as a sort of live action show. Oh, right. So I had the opposite. um, Right. I had the opposite uh, experience where I saw Get Smart as a little kid and then saw Get Smart turned into Inspector Gadget. Right. So I saw Get Smart first, and then saw Inspector Gadget later. But you had the reverse experience. I did. Interesting. Yeah. That shoe, that shoe phone was great. 
I mean, I remember, like, there was – it was tough being a kid with TV. You know, yeah. like, in America, when when you were when, – when you're a kid, you could turn on Nickelodeon, and there would pretty much always be something for a kid to watch on TV, pretty yeah. much, if you had cable. Yeah. Right. right. Like, in England, we didn't have that. We didn't have no. that at all. We had two hours of – no, an hour of cartoons a day from four to five, and then from – and it was, like, hosted in between. So we only got segments of the cartoon. We didn't get the full cartoon. So say oh, you wow. were watching – yeah, we, we, we only got, like, segments of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then you'd have to tune in the next time for the next one. And, and, you know, the next day for the next one or, you know, next week even sometimes they'd, they'd hold you off. Um, wow. So it was brutal. But I kind of think that even though the weather was shit there, uh, it was kind of more healthy because it kept us all, like, doing creative things and being sort of imaginary with our, you know, playing and having the, you know, not not be vegetated in front of a TV. Whereas when I when I came to America, one of the first things you know I did was just vegetate in front of a TV, and it was so entertaining and it was like candy, you know. Right. It was, it was really incredible. <laughs> it is. I don't think we're that's a talking, good thing. It's not a good thing. We're, uh, Marcus and I were just talking about um, weird. Uh, Cartoons. Um, the one that we were talking about mostly was um, Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. Did you ever see that? I, I think I did actually. Yeah. What was that? So, so Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. It it was based on the, the, the mystery solving adventures of these three three girls, Brenda, Dee Dee, and Taffy. Yeah, and their friend and their friend Captain Caveman, oh. or they called him they called him Cavey for short. He, he was a prehistoric caveman that the girls discovered and thawed from a block of ice. Um, it was kind of like like Charlie's Angels, right? Um, but but it was very strange because you know this this. Caveman had basically three girlfriends, right? And they and, were all um, they were all these you know teenage like go getters, and he was like this weird. No, I never saw that. I need to look that up at some point. That's very interesting, actually. It is. It's weird. He could um, and he pulled like <clears throat> various objects from his. Uh, he had this long body hair. He could like pull out things from his body. Yeah. Um, again, like anything that they might need, he had he had it hidden. He could like pull oh. it out. It's a, How convenient. It's so weird. Um, yeah, just very strange. Um, it was very weird, actually. It was really weird. Yeah. He, he spoke in caveman talk. Like... Um, me, me know where the bad guys are hiding. And he's right, stuff like Unga, Unga, Unga Bunga. Right. Um, so there was, uh, African American, uh, Dee Dee, who acted like, 
acted as kind of their unofficial leader. And so they defrosted the caveman, and she has an afro and yeah, you know, red turtleneck, blue skirt, knee-high boots. And she's kind of like the Velma of that show. Um, and then there's Brenda, who's super nervous, and she's the nervous brunette. She's always scared of the demons and monsters that they encounter and tries to back out. But she gets captured. She's always the one who's getting, like, captured by the bad guys. Right, right. They have she to she wore a purple striped tank top and a pair of hot pink flare trousers with a white belt. Wow. Right? And then wow. there's Kathy. Yeah. Kathy is um, the blonde who, uh, her catchphrase is Zowie. She comes up with a plan, another, another crazy you know, blonde-haired plan. Yeah. She's uh, flirtatious, right, kind of zany and ditzy. Right. And um, she she would seduce Captain Caveman into acting as bait for her plans to capture the bad guys. And she wore a green dress with matching shoes. Mm. Right? So... Right. It's it's very strange. Uh, I don't know some of the some of the things. I mean, I, cartoons are weird enough anyway, but this was very weird. Like it just didn't make a lot of sense from a yeah from the perspective of, of a little kid. Like some of the themes were quite grown up. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird. It was a bit weird. The what other cartoon that, that we uh, CBS. I don't know, in the morning. It, it was on from, like, 1977 to 1980. So, okay. Uh, I caught Saturday it. morning kid, right? I caught it as a very young kid. Right. The other show we were talking about is uh, a show called Grape Ape. <laughs> that was another weird one. Um, Great Grape Ape? <laughs> the Great Grape Ape. Wow. Uh, so... Grape Ape is a 40-foot-tall purple gorilla with a mind yeah. of a child. Oh, his wow. His catchphrase is saying his name twice, Grape Ape, Grape Ape, after anything okay. anyone says. Like, he's kind of like, it was kind of like a free Groot. Like, he, all he says is Grape Ape, Grape Ape. Right. And um, he has a, a little little dog that he travels around with. It's just it's just so weird. Like he rides around on the top of of a, their van, this little yellow van. He sits on the roof, which somehow can yeah. support his weight. Right. Um, huh. It's just very strange. Great ape, giant purple gorilla. What else? Yeah. That's it. Like those are the weird ones. Like I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of other. Yeah. More recent strange cartoons like uh, Three Angry Beavers, which is obviously in the 2000s, Cow and Chicken, which is crazy. Yeah. Cow and Chicken's really funny, though. Yeah, especially because it has, like, the devil in it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just hilarious. But not the kids. It's not the kids. It's not what? Um, 
I don't think it should be for kids. Oh, cow and chicken? Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. But uh, Three Angry Beavers is cool. What did you think of Lamb Chops as a kid? I I couldn't stand that show. That I, No. No way. It was too weird. It was almost like teaching kids to be annoying, too. <laughs> right. Oh, two Angry Beavers. Okay, it's not three. Wow, there's only two. There's only two. Lost one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I thought there were three, but there was only two Angry Beavers. Beaver's a funny word, though. I mean, in reference to, like, like bush hair. Uh, Sure. I wonder how that happened. I don't don't know. know. Where did that come from? I don't know. Uh, it's gotta come, have come from somewhere, right? Well, like, Three Angry Beavers, I assumed right away was about Three Angry Vaginas, but I didn't really know. Even though it's yeah. a kid's show, I didn't know. Oh, oh, really? You thought it was like, you thought there was like a sexual connotation there? Yeah, I, like, it's all I could think about because I, I don't have any visualization <laughs> in the show. Okay, so that's interesting because they both, oh, well, maybe it's because um, beavers eat wood. Maybe. Is that, I mean, is that, does that make sense? Possibly. Is, do, do vaginas eat wood? Yeah. Why okay, not? I guess. So in colonial times, it was thought that prostitutes spread venereal diseases through contact with their pubic area, so women were made bald in that area for health reasons. However, their clients did not like that look, and business began to suffer. Therefore, pubic wigs called merkins were manufactured for the prostitutes. These merkins were made out of beaver pelts, hence the term beaver. (laughs) There it is. <laughs> now everybody knows. Oh well, not everybody. But... Oh my god! Oh my god! That's freaking hilarious. Right. Can you imagine what you find down there? Ooh, it's... Oh, I love that beaver belt you got there, Lassie. Thanks, I just moved it yesterday. Bald? We can't have bald. Get quick! Bald? Get. Get your merkin. Get your merkin. It's made out of beaver. Oh, I love that merkin. It's so soft and real like. Almost animalistic. Let me rub my face in your merkin. I guess, you know, it's just luck. It could have been, because it could have been, you know, made out of moose hair. Wow. Or, or, Or squirrel. Or skunk. Or weasel or skunk. Yeah. Or, ca- or a cat. But see, these are, you know, some of these names are already, again, euphemisms for uh, that area. I know. It's That's uh, interesting. Wow. So you can have a whole discussion about names for uh, female genitalia. We could. We, we certainly could. We're, we're allowed to do that. 
We are? Yeah. Well. Yeah, we can we can talk about it whatever you want. Like this is your well, show. I kind of oh, oh talk by the way. About this. Yeah. This is your show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you, you've got, yeah, it's, it's super cool. Hey, so I kind of wanted to talk about the, the rat population in Los Angeles that has gotten absolutely out of control from... Oh, speaking of animals, yeah, let's, let's do it. Uh, nice segue, by the way. Yeah, right? Oh, man, that was perfect. Beaver to the rat, hey. My Merkin's made out of rat. Yeah. I want some of that Merkin in my face, baby. Put that rat Merkin. I got. I look at my new Merkin. It's made out of rat hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, about about the rat explosion in L.A. Let's let's get into it. Yeah, so the rats are taking um, over. Let me let me pull this uh, article up. Hold on a second. Pardon me. Let me pull this article up. Oh, I'll kill some time. No, rat, no, no. Rat, 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 rat. So, uh, rat, growing rat. sanitation problems in Los Angeles are causing health scare at City Hall. At least one police officer has been diagnosed with typhoid fever. KNNBC in Universal City reported that the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors requested that public health officials improve their communicable disease and prevention plans. In the interest of protecting the health and safety of our residents and law enforcement personnel, the county must examine the root causes of the spread of communicable, communicable diseases associated with trash and rodent infestations and develop a comprehensive plan to minimize risk of additional cases, Supervisor Catherine Berger said. Homeless camps set up near the building are attracting rats and other vermin, a private pest control company told Los Angeles Times. The company cited poor sanitary conditions, including leftover food, human waste, and hypodermic needles in camps. The streets in the cities of Los Angeles are being treated like trash cans and toilets. Garbage trucks fill up quickly with tons of trash, and human waste can be found throughout the roadways. Dumping debris in the streets has become a regular routine. The outbreak of rats has reportedly chased some of the homeless away from their living spaces. But Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti says it's not the homeless who are the problem. He cited the illegal dumping of trash and called on police officials to do a better job cleaning up around the building. The L.A. Times reports there were complaints of rats and mice and fleas in 20 locations of City Hall. That's just the start of things, though. All right. I mean, so I have, have a few. To... I have a few issues with this. Okay. So yeah. the first thing is, is it sounds like they're pretending like this is new, and they need to they need to study about how to eliminate pests. Like, like we don't are like like nobody knows how to do that. Okay. So that's one thing that's just weird. The other thing is that uh, I, I didn't realize that, that rats were interested in hypodermic needles. Right. Uh, that seems, like, irrelevant. 
to the, the whole... problem with the rats, because if it's an article about rats and other pests, then that has nothing to do with it. Um, if the people are moving away because the the rats are bothering too, them too much, then doesn't that eliminate the rats too? Or the rats sticking around because right? Uh, I don't know why they're sticking around. Right. So, um, so the I think the thing about the mayor saying it's not homeless people; it's illegal dumping in the street. I mean, he's got a point because not all homeless people dump stuff in the street. That's true. Um, not everyone who dumps in, stuff in the street is homeless. That's also true. We have right. plenty of people who dump stuff in the street who are not homeless and plenty of homeless who don't dump stuff in the street. So um, I think he's got a point. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there are a lot of diseases that are, are being uh, spread by by these guys. And the fleas, really, um, is, is the problem with the, yeah. with the rats. I guess people are getting sick in jails too because there are rat problems in jails, right? Too, and other municipal buildings they have that have uh, pests problems inside, like City Hall. There are there are issues with um, mice and rats inside the building. Yeah. So I don't know what's what's your take. I think there's going to be a fucking plague this summer, man. Yeah, probably a little bit of a uh, little bit of typhoid fever, a little bit of uh, yeah, little, uh, some uh, scabies, maybe some uh, weird other other strange diseases that uh, are mostly um, restricted medieval. to people living medieval outside times. in medieval times. Medieval times. It's kind of a. It's kind of a regular reoccurring thing, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's worse than ever, but I don't know. Maybe it's just the article, like, being an alarming. It's hard to tell yeah. some of this stuff because, because uh, you know, that may was just a be horrible a article, by the way. It, it was because it, it, it kind of veered all over the place. And maybe just somebody needed an article to keep their job, so... I mean, there are obviously problems, but um, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think doing a study on how to eliminate uh, pests is really going to solve the problem. Because yeah, somebody somebody's going to make a lot of money doing the study. Maybe maybe we could do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe we could uh, submit a we could we could bid. do it while we could do it while. We we storm area fifty one in Nevada. We could bring the rats with us. We could totally bring them with us. We could and use have the, the rats, rats to storm. Like the yes, and we could be so fine. The area fifty one people would be worried about the rats, and then the, the people would like sneak in like through the side doors and storm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great plan. And we find the UFOs of the aliens, man. And Bob Lazar, he's down there, man. 
Yeah, man. The aliens could maybe, maybe the aliens would be interested in, in taking the rats with them. That would be like, right. like we're out of here, and then we're like, wait, they take the rats too, please. Yeah. You do some like experiments on alien rat hybrid stuff. Yeah. And then the rats could come back. The alien rats could come back, and then they'd be cool. <laughs> they'd be like, all right, we got it. We got it. Awesome. We're awesome alien rats now. Yeah. Um, and we can talk. Maybe. Maybe they can talk. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Good so talk. Like uh, we could we could talk we to are, alien things. And and they could and they would probably bring back the sausages too. I mean, maybe Bob Lazar would be interested in reverse engineering some rats. I think you should go with the rats. Yeah? With the aliens and the rats. Like, Lazar I, I could he, just... I think he's a bit of a dirty rat. He's a dirty rat. So he fit right in with the plan. I think, I think this is great. So <clears throat> don't forget, everybody, that September 20th, yeah. It is Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Yeah. Uh, September 20th at 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. at Area 51 in um, Amargosa Valley, Nevada, yeah. 20908. And there are T-shirts available, too. Storm Area 51 T-shirts that are, are 19.99. that will pay for all of the pizza and beer that everyone's going to need after they storm Area 51. Yeah. Cause you don't have or before. To and perhaps before they storm Area 51. I think you need it before, man. you got to have, <laughs> like, you know, gastrointestinal up the butt when you're running into a military base. you got to have gas. True. That's, that's yeah. correct. Uh, somebody's concerned about there being vegan-friendly pizza. Right. Um, so that's a concern, and yeah. and another gentleman wants to trade a painting for a T-shirt, which I don't think is probably going to fly. No one's going to want this guy's painting, unless it was Rowdy. Rowdy yeah. could probably trade a T-shirt for or for a pizza. I don't think he drinks beer, but um, but I'm sure he'd like pizza. Um, somebody is going to legit buy it, and yeah. and another person said. Dude, this is dope AF. And yeah. another person thought that we're supposed to wear alien costumes while he's doing to confuse the officials. They won't know who who's who. Like they'll yeah. oh, that, no, never mind. That's an alien. He's supposed to be here. And um, <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine? That <laughs> at three fucking AM. Everyone, right. like, drunk as fuck on beer and pizza because pizza yeah. doesn't really sustain you for beer. Right. And, like, running in alien costumes down Area 51's, like, fucking landing strip. Yeah. Into, like... Oh, that's great. That, oh, oh another person says that, that their proceeds should also go to uh, popcorn. So that those who want to just watch can uh, eat popcorn while they're watching the storming. Um, yeah. Oh, another another person um, 
I'll say her name because this is so she deserves it. Ashley Koval uh, insists that I live in this area, and if you go on the land without permission or go past the unrestricted areas, you will or can't be gunned down. This is a government facility. You're going to get killed or go to jail. So a voice of reason shows up. Um, and oh, you know what I say to that? You know, I say, no, no, no. like, storm yeah, area. Doing. She doesn't know anything. Just fucking go in there. You're she, American. She lives in the area. She's probably an alien. And is trying to keep her alien friends safe. Because yeah. there's some conflicting there's some conflicting ideas. Like, some people think that we're storming Area 51 in order to save the aliens. Um, I don't... <laughs> The, the purpose wasn't really made very clear, I guess. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I've never stormed, so I don't really know necessarily what's involved with the storming. Um, do you just, like, run around, like, madly, like, yelling? I don't know what's involved. Yeah. I, have I mean, you ever stormed, you know, personally? Yep, but no one even knows what's there, so, like, what are we storming <laughs> How do we know if we're running in the right direction even, you know? Or, or you know, is there, will there be storming lessons before? Like, so, like, this is how you storm. Yeah. Um, you know, you're doing it wrong, sir. You're not, yeah, that, right. that, is, that is more, um, I don't know what, I don't know. So I guess more needs to be found out and we'll, uh, and we can update everybody when we find out. Yeah. Um, one, how, how in fact to storm and what the purpose of the storming really is because I think that's right. the uh, that's the conspiracy I guess yeah so we'll start a conspiracy theory about what storming is and if if we're doing it right because yeah. they can't stop all of us no you just run straight through like from one side to the other and storm all the way through and then get to the other side and then you're done? Or do you run around inside the facilities continuing to storm? That's the confusing part. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, do, you, do you stand and, and create a storm? Like, what, what... You know, what... I don't know. Are we waiting for a storm? It might it's be dark yet. too. You know, it's going to be dark. Uh, it's going to be very dark. Flashlights? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, or do I you want like, to be stealthy? I feel like to make this, I feel like it should be during the day. Like, if it's not during the day, then then you're not going to see anything that you were, you were always <laughs> wanting to see. Right, right. Uh, I guess the idea, I guess the idea maybe is that there are less personnel on site during those hours, so it would be, it would be easier to storm. But yeah, less yeah. fun, for sure. Way less yeah, fun. But, you should be storming at like 3, 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, like, maybe I'm I, down for I that. should make we a suggestion that we'll change the time. Uh, instead of 3 a.m., it will be 3 p.m. Yeah. Uh, and so that everyone can actually see the storming happening. 
and all of yeah. the blood and guts that are bound to uh, be occurring as well. When when Annie Cobal and her crew start gunning people down. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So that's going to be uh, exciting either way, I think. Um, I would also prefer that it be seen uh, rather than have to hear from someone who did storm about how cool it was and, you know, like black video of, I mean, look, this is a storming. And, like, you can just hear people yelling and dying, but you can't see it. So yeah. uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, definitely should happen during the day. All right. Wow, All right. that was cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. That was uh, that was episode forty four of the V two V podcast. Storm Area fifty one. They can't stop all of us. Yep. All right. I think that was well done. Oh yeah, we should post it in there too. Oh yeah, definitely. We're definitely going to post. Uh, the the video of us talking yeah. about their plans on the uh, event site for sure. Yeah. All right. And then and then we'll track more people to the event site because of our of our high popularity. Yeah, we draw yeah. in, but well, more 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 recently than before. So that's cool. It's getting yeah. better every day. We've had our most uh, most popular period is right now. Yeah. Like in the last uh, month or so, uh, we've hit some uh, uh, viewing time records and viewership records that uh, is pretty satisfying for a little baby YouTube channel. And uh, it's, it's really cool to see that people are still uh, – still with us and we're, we're gaining a few more people all the time so you know by next year uh, we should have even more people yep yay yay <laughs> cool alright thanks for watching everybody bye okay, bye <laughs>